Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, I'm Faker Rothers, alongside former England striker Dean Ashton. You're listening to Talk Sports. It's time to look back at day four of Qatar 2022 on World Cup Daily. He's uh, taken and just chipped over the top of the back line. Schlotterbeck is struggling here. Oh, what a goal from Asano. And Japan have turned it around. One ball over the top. Schlotterbeck had switched off. Asano raced onto it. The angle was tight. He's fired it into the roof of the net. And for Saudi Arabia's come from behind, win against Argentina. Read Japan coming from behind, potentially to beat Germany. Well, after yesterday's shock win for Saudi Arabia over one of the tournament favourites, Argentina, we had another incredible upset here in Qatar, where Japan beat four-time World Cup winners Germany 2-1 in Group E. We will get into today's action on the pitch very shortly. But first of all, let's get the latest from the England camp, shall we? Good news for England fans today. We broke it here on Talk Sport earlier on. Three Lions captain Harry Kane has had a scan on his ankle ahead of the clash with the USA on Friday, which is live on Talk Sport. His ankle is wrapped and he's expected to be fit for their second Group B match. Earlier, I spoke to his teammate Raheem Sterling about the injury scare and the importance of Harry Kane to the England squad. He's someone, you know, that... With his physicality, you know, when he holds the ball up, um, he can he can create stuff as well. So he's someone that you stay close to because um, you know that he, he does have a good eye for a pass and, and vice versa. And over time, we've had a, a good relation in, in finding each other. So you know, next time I can hopefully turn a favour. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing six goals again. That'd be that'd be lovely. Um, everybody's worried about Harry. I know you're not a doctor. I know you're not a physio, but you have been in and around him. How is he doing? Honestly, I woke up this morning seeing all this stuff. I, I haven't even noticed that he had a knock or anything. So I don't know too much about it. Straight bat, straight bat from Raheem, of course. Former England striker Dean Ashton with me here in Doha. We heard there from Raheem Sterling. Goes without saying, so important, Dean, that Kane is fit to play on Friday against the United States. All precautionary measures, we're told. But uh, would you risk him? Yeah, if he if he's, feels like he's fit and he says he's fit, I think with the ankle especially, um, as I would know, it's 
It depends. If you've got ligament damage, yes, that's an issue. And I think that's what the scan would have been for. Um, and also to check that there wasn't anything underlying like a, a, a small fracture or anything like that. But I think once you get the all clear in that sense, it's painful. It's probably a bit swollen, but it can be managed. It can be strapped, you know, strapped so much that you can that it's pretty rigid and I'm pretty sure Harry Kane knows having had issues before with the ankle how to manage that and play with that and okay it might take a you know a, a couple of percentage off his play but he's not the type of player that needs that explosive movement yeah he's, he's got a specialist that he's been using for the last three years out here in Doha as well and has been managing it for so long but the fact that it struck fear in the heart of all England fans, just shows the over-reliance almost that England have had on Harry Kane over the years, which is why it was so important, actually, that the goals were shared around elsewhere in the Iran game. Yeah, incredible to think we, you know, we scored six goals and Harry Kane hasn't got one of them. He won't like that. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. He'll be delighted with the win. He'll be absolutely gutted that he's not maybe got himself a, a couple of goals and, and, uh, and got himself up and running. But... I wouldn't be as panicked, I don't think, as some fans maybe. I think Callum Wilson is in such good form, is a great replacement to have. I think you've got the option of having Rashford down the middle, who I thought looked exceptionally sharp when he came on, not just because of the fact he scored, but the rest of his play looked really, really good. At some point, Harry Kane isn't going to be fit and we're going to have to see what we're like without him and, and we should have enough without him still, but we want him to play. I thought, despite the goal, his performance was very good couple of assists, uh, link the players he always does, and he is an important player for us. Yeah, he really is. Uh, staying with England, goalkeeper Jordan Pickford spoke about the whole squad wanting Harry Kane to wear the One Love armband against Iran, but the risk of a booking took the decision out of their hands. As a squad, we've all had conversation and we all stand for it. Uh, we all wanted Harry to wear it, but I think the decision got took out of our hands as a, as a squad, as, as players, and I think it went higher up than that, really, so... And I don't know what um, there was any more punishment, but if it was a yellow card and if Harry Warren got a yellow card and might have missed the next game, it's not going to be ideal for us. So I think it got taken out of our hands. Mm, don't forget England play the USA on Friday live on TalkSport. Coverage underway from six o'clock. Now, after Pickford's comments today, we saw the Germany players pose for their pre-match team photo with their hands over their mouths, indicating the censorship they believe FIFA have imposed on those who wanted to wear the One Love armband. Germany's interior minister wore it instead while sitting next to FIFA president Gianni Infantino during the game. And I tell you what, what a game it was in Group E. Aside from all of those issues, Japan pulling off a surprise victory over Germany. Uh, Dean, we saw Saudi Arabia beat Argentina on Tuesday, but did anyone see this result then coming? I didn't see Japan winning the game. I could have seen them get a result. They're not a bad side, Japan. And Germany, I think, flattered to see. I think they, they've got good players, but there's just something not right. There hasn't been for a while, actually, with that German side. Of course, they've got talented players. They'll win games. But I think there's something missing uh, within, that, within that squad. And I'm not quite sure I can put my finger on it because there's, I looked at their lineup and you think there's, there's, there's good players there. But ultimately, Japan were excellent in the second half. The manager made changes. They made a difference. Asano's goal was, was outstanding to win it. And they're under severe pressure. Severe pressure, Germany. Ultimately, if they were to lose to Spain, they're going home. So 
it, it makes it very, very difficult, it seems, uh, for Germany at the moment. With that winning goal, should Manuel Neuer have done better at his near post? I'm not one of these that thinks that every goal that goes in at the near post, you have to always question the goalkeeper. Because I would, I would choose sometimes to hit that near post. Of course, they can't leave the gap between their legs necessarily, so they get down very low. So if you hit that one nice and high, and it, ultimately, when you're stood three yards away from a goalkeeper, if I, if I hit the ball as hard as I can, he ultimately can't re react quick enough. So if it misses his body, it's going in. He can't react quick enough within that time. So I actually thought it was a great finish rather than uh, Neuer not being uh, big enough. Massive, massive match on Sunday. Germany plays Spain. Seven o'clock kickoff. Could the four-time world champions go out at the group stage again? Yes. Yes, they, they absolutely could. I mean... You know, Spain have had a fantastic result today and ultimately Germany will, will have been knocked because of what happened against Japan. It, it does it does make it a huge game, but if never write off the Germans. Never. Because they could easily go and win that game and then, it, you know, the, the group's wide open. More to the point, what if Japan go on and, and beat Costa Rica and Spain and Germany draw? You know, it, it, there's a lot of permutations already in this group because of that result from Japan. Exciting that match live on Talk Sport uh, the other game in Group E as Dean mentioned there saw Spain stroll to a 7-0 win over Costa Rica. Has that set down the marker for the rest of the big nations? I mean we, we talked about England setting down that marker with a 6-2 win over, over Iran. Have Spain done that or were Costa Rica just absolutely terrible? Costa Rica were terrible. I think the fact that even Stuart Pearce, um, who was alongside Nigel Adley for the commentary, both of them said this feels a bit uncomfortable watching it and commentating on it because it was so easy and they were just cutting through Costa Rica with, with ease. But, of course, it makes everyone sit up. It raises the eyebrows. Wonderful young players. Rodri played at, at centre-back alongside Laporte and looked great. You would certainly fear Spain if they can perform like that but that's the problem again, that they're not a team that's necessarily performed as, uh, as well as that, but they've got some great players. Morata wins it back in the volley. Oh, what a goal from the 18-year-old Gabi. Spain's youngest World Cup player comes up with a goal to remember. The youngster from Barcelona, scintillating volley. How good was he today? Uh, I mean for his age we've already seen in this tournament a couple of young players notably Jude Bellingham starring in this tournament and he's another one for such a young player to be alongside the experience that's in that Spanish squad I mean he's, he's you know alongside Busquets in that in that midfield you know a World Cup winner a European Cup winner it's uh, it, it must be incredible for him to learn off but you know they do unearth these young players who are small in stature but huge in ability and craft. Pedri's another one who uh, who played very well as well. Um, so yeah, they've they've got those creative players, and actually with Laporte, Rodri, and Busquets there, that's quite a physical three. I, I'm not sure of the squad depth for Spain. That's the only thing I would say. This is why this game against Germany is going to be so fascinating to to watch. Whether Germany are as bad which I think is a bit of an overstatement, to be honest, or whether Spain are as good, bearing in mind their opponents. Uh, fascinating few days ahead as we rock into the 
second round of group matches here in this World Cup in Qatar. You're listening to Talk Sport. This is the World Cup Daily. We're going to look back at Group F next, plus pop in with the Wales camp. Kiefer Moore's been speaking to us ahead of their second match against Iran on Friday. This is the Talk Sport World Cup Daily podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Croatia finalists in 2018. Well, they're going to have to up the ante if they're going to make it that far this time. For Morocco, this was a performance that will give them great heart. But it's a point of peace, and they're both alive and kicking in a tough group. Might be a valuable point. We think it's uh, taken and just chipped over the top of the back line. Schwarzenegger is struggling here. Oh, what a goal from Asano! And Japan have turned it around. One ball over the top. Schlotterbeck had switched off, Asano raced onto it, the angle was tight, he's fired into the roof of the net. Morata given the room to turn, back towards down the old one, Morata makes it seven with a low shot, and Spain really cut loose here, and Costa Rica simply can't live with them, and that was a picture book goal from Spain. Long ball forward into the area, Batshuayi, excellent finish, left foot volley into the corner, well we wondered... Without Lukaku, where the goals would come from, there is your answer, Mishi Batshuayi. Hello, I'm Faker Others alongside former England striker Dean Ashton. You're listening to Talk Sport. We're looking back at day four of Qatar 2022 on World Cup Daily. So, on to Group F, where Belgium beat Canada by a goal to nil, and the 2018 finalist, Croatia, can only manage a goalless draw with Morocco. Dean, we uh, witnessed the Red Devils win today here in Qatar at the Ahmad bin Ali Stadium in Doha. What did you make of their performance? I thought they were flustered at the start. I thought Canada were excellent. Their energy, their enthusiasm, as you would expect, being for a lot of the players the first time they've uh, they've experienced something such as this. You know, it's it's it must be incredible for the players to be on the World Cup stage and. And knowing when you represent your country, especially at something like this, the pressures that come with that. They were excellent at the start of the game and created lots of opportunities. Not great chances, but opportunities. Had the penalty with which uh, Alfonso Davies stepped up to take. Courtois saves it. That's the moment. What a moment this could be. A moment four decades in the making. Davies 
has had a long time to size up his options. We've played 10 minutes in our Rayan. Here comes the Bayern Munich winger and it's saved by Courtois! That's the moment for me that everything changed in terms of you just know, I've been there and when you're in a team that's the underdog, you need to get that goal. You need to get ahead, you need to make it difficult. There was a good first half, but after that, after they made the mistake for the goal, which was such poor defending for Batshuayi to score, it was a masterclass in experience, tournament experience from Belgium in that second half. 22 years old, stepping up from the 12-yard spot, facing the giant that is Thibaut Courtois, with your country having never scored a World Cup goal before. That must have been going through his head. It must have done, and it did, because ultimately his penalty wasn't very good. Yeah, OK, if Courtois you know, dives the other way, it just rolls into the back of the net, and you're a hero, and you've made history. But when you're up against a goalie that's as good as, as Courtois is, that, that penalty has to be really put away properly. And he just, he had so much time to wait. For a player that's got such ability, he knows that it's not a good penalty. I feel for him because you're right, he's so young, and I'm sure he'll have to bear that for a long time. You know, he'll never be able to forget that. But they certainly, uh, I would have thought, did their country proud tonight. I think their, their supporters, especially that first half, will think, this is Belgium, this is in the rankings, the second best team in the world. And we have given them an almighty scare in the way that we played. Mm, Going to need to pick themselves up because they face Croatia next, who were up against Morocco in the other game in Group F, held to a nil-nil draw. Was it a case of kind of the less fancied nation maybe being well-drilled and deserving of a point? Or are Croatia not quite as strong as the Croatia they were four mm. years ago? Bit of both, maybe. Yeah, they're not. They're not as strong, um, Croatia. As, as they were and and ultimately it's, it was the top end of the pitches that, that struggled and, and defenses were on top they cancelled each other out there was you know Premier League players in there Aguerd from West Ham and Saiz who remember from Wolves of course in, in Morocco's defence and then you had Lovren playing for Croatia so we all remember him as well and with Brozovic Kovacic and Modric in midfield that's an outstanding midfield and you just think they obviously haven't been able to still create and put, put their chances away. A game of few chances, a game of not much quality, and ultimately the defences were on, were on top in that game. But it's not a good result, really, in terms of the group. And Croatia now, because Belgium have won, I think that's a lot of pressure now on Croatia to make sure they try and get out of this group. Yeah, it really is. Uh, now, ahead of live commentary on Friday morning, uh, Wales clash with Iran. Wales striker Kiefer Moore has been speaking to the media. He impressed when he came on as a substitute against the USA and spoke about how proud he'll be if he gets to start the game against Iran on Friday. It's what you dream of as a little boy to play in World Cups and... You know, if I do manage to start on Friday, it'll be a, a very proud moment for myself and my family and, and one which took a lot of hard work and dedication to get to. Obviously, every player wants to play every single game, you know. We're at a World Cup, who doesn't want to play? But ultimately, it was, it was a manager's decision and on, on another day, it could have easily turned the other way and we could have been, you know, 2-0 up. He's got a start, hasn't he, on Friday, Dean? Yes, um, and I think Rob Page knew he made a mistake. And he changed it and it worked and he just gives them such a different dynamic. It gives them that focal point. It means that Gareth Bale doesn't have to do what I would class as the, the heavy duty work in terms of trying to win headers, flick-ons, you know, that, that's taxing. And Kiefer Moore, not only is he so big that he can 
get up and head, head the ball on. He gets up so high, he can chest it down. He can bring players into the game. Lovely little back heel flick at one point into Brennan Johnson's path. So everything will evolve around him, and that's what their players need. The likes of Ramsey and Bale, they need it to stick up there so that they can then get involved, and it gives them time to get up the pitch and, and get involved. So... I hope he's going to. I hope he's going to start. Yeah, well, I tell you what. I'm, I'm sure the Iran defence don't hope he's going to start because they really struggled against England, as as we saw in that opening match. And I feel as if a player like Kiefer Moore could cause them a lot of problems. Yeah, I mean the you know three goals conceded from crosses against England. So Wales will be looking at that. How to exploit their fullbacks are very dangerous. Connor Roberts and, uh, and Nico Williams will be you know getting up and down the sides and looking to put the ball and then if you've got Kiefer Moore in there then you'll be looking to deliver and Gareth Bale's good in the air he can make runs into the box Ramsey's very good at making those late runs to the edge of the edge of the area so I would expect that'll be their that'll be their their ploy but Iran will not be as bad as that they won't be as bad as that or England or Wales be as good as England I think this is going to be still a very very tough game this is not going to be just a, a walkover for Wales I think again it's going to be a, a tough game but one I expect them to get a result from must win for them though is it do you feel with England being the last game for them in the group stage it's not must win because I expect England to beat USA so it, it still would leave it wide open and then you don't know what Gareth would do if he wins is he going to rest a lot of play you just don't really know you really don't but you want it in your own hands that's what Rob Page will be saying to his players this game you know if you win this game then you're you're going to hopefully go through so that's the sort of thing he'll be saying to his, his players and they keep showing Wales they keep showing if you write them off or you not think they're going to get through they can produce a performance and they've got players for the really, really big occasion. And also a bit of momentum as well, having scored yeah, so, so yeah, late exactly. on with that equaliser exactly. and, the, and the scenes that we saw yeah. w with the fans, that's certainly going to galvanise them ahead of that match. Uh, right, let's look ahead to day five. Four more matches for you across the TalkSport network. 10 a.m. UK time, it's Switzerland against Cameroon. One o'clock, it's Uruguay, South Korea. 4 p.m. Portugal, Ghana, and at 7 p.m. it's Brazil against Serbia. Dean, you're covering that match at the Lusail Stadium where the final is going to take place on the 18th of December. Lots of football to be played uh, before then. That feels like an age away, doesn't it? But this first game, have Serbia got a chance? Absolutely. We're not sure on the fitness of Mitrovic. Is he going to be... Is he going to be fit? Is he going to feature at all? Uh, we're not too sure. But Serbia are a very, very tough side. They have got some good players. They have been on one hell of a run in terms of their results. Vlahovic as well, who is, is obviously a very good player with Dusan Tadic in behind. They're going to be a tough task. And, and I think we'll really see where Brazil are at with this game because they're going to be tested in this game. They're a really physical side, Serbia. And they'll, they'll stick it on Brazil and they'll be direct. So we'll, we'll really see how Brazil cope. If Brazil come through this, you know, comfortably, I think everyone's got their eyes on Brazil, haven't they? You know, in, in any World Cup, you look at Brazil and you think, where are they at? How are they playing? Their squad looks incredible. If they perform, I think it does make a big statement for everyone against a really strong, physical, quality Serbian inside. Just to watch Brazil in a World Cup is is a delight and a privilege and you get that privilege on Talk Sport in Group G. We kick things off at 10 a.m. UK time. Switzerland, Cameroon in Group G on Talk Sport 2. 1 o'clock Uruguay, South Korea in Group H on Talk Sport 
followed by also on TalkSport, Portugal, Ghana, also in Group H, and then, as I said, Group G, Brazil, Serbia at seven. Dean Ashton, thank you very much. Thank Always you. a pleasure. As always. Former England striker Dean Ashton, day four of the World Cup, saw a magnificent seven from Spain. A stalemate for 2018 finalist Croatia, Belgium beating Canada, but the story of the day was Japan pulling off their greatest ever result, shocking Germany with a famous 2-1 win. Don't forget that the TalkSport World Cup Daily podcast is available to download on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's going to be there every morning throughout the tournament in Qatar. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.